Hello. Welcome to another episode of the BiotechNet podcast. I remain Jude Ibimu, creator and host of the BiotechNet podcast. Welcome, welcome. It's great having us here. It's great having us here. We are all for the biologicals, e-commerce, and everything technology. I hope this episode of the BiotechNet podcast meets us well. Have we taken the time to listen to other educating episodes on the BiotechNet podcast? These podcasts are still very much live on the podcast. Let's take our time to listen to this episode. They are very educating, very, very educating. Okay. I also want to use this medium to acknowledge the receipts of emails of professionals that are reaching out to me with the aim of offering their resources to the BiotechNet podcast. I do appreciate these professionals for taking their time to send this email and and um, acknowledge the fact that they are listening to the different contents that we have published on this uh, on the BiotechNet podcast. I appreciate this professional so much. Anna, your email was well acknowledged. Ashira, I got your email. Same, same with you, Nikki. I got all your emails. I do appreciate all these in- emails are well acknowledged and appreciated. Okay. Uh, we are encouraged to contact the BiotechNet podcast on our email, scientools at gmail.com. If you want to partner with us in any way, or if there are some resources you want to offer to the BiotechNet podcast, you can send it from any part of the world to scientus at gmail.com. S-C-I-E-N-T-H-U-S. Scientus at gmail.com. So when you send this email, I will definitely see it and get back to you and reply to you and reply the email as soon as i can okay so i appreciate all those emails now let's delve into another educational episode on the biotechnology podcast here we'll be discussing corn or maize as some people will want to refer refer it uh, refer it to us corn or maize so that is the crop plant that we'll be discussing in this educational episode now there are different agricultural practices that are involved in raising the corn plants okay there are different agriculture so that's what we're looking at these different cultural practices with different agricultural practices that are involved where we want to cultivate that corn plant and make those um meals those corn meals and food products that are made from corn or maize okay so let's look at the different agricultural practices before uh, before delving into the farming activities involved with the cultivation of corn, let's look, let's abreast ourselves with the importance of this crop plant called the maize. In Nigeria, here in Nigeria, we have notable de- delicacy like roasted corn or boiled corn that can be eaten with pear, the pear fruit or coconuts, or can be eaten with coconuts. And with the corn plant, notable. The corn plant can also be used to make a notable fermented semi-liquid food known as corn pap or simply as pap. Okay, it is usually eaten with um, bean cake cacao or it can be eaten with 
beans uh, the yobas call it ogi the, the yoba ethnic group here in nigeria call it ogi why the Igbo ethnic group here in nigeria call it akamu akamu okay indeed uh, then we also have um the notable popcorns we uh the popcorn that we eat uh that we eat we're watching movies at the cinemas or even at our home popcorn is also a product of the um, of the corn plant so indeed uh, the corn is, a, is actually a plant that is well known okay thus thus there's a need for us to be comfortable with these farming activities that goes into its cultivation now corn is a member of the grass family gramine gramine okay from the word uh, from the word then uh, um, grains gramine this cereal crop produces grains that can be used as food by human as well as animals now we uh, let's uh, look at the different uh, the different varieties of corn let's look at the different varieties of corn okay we have the dent maize variety we have the flint corn we have the flower corn we have the popping corn or simply as the popcorn or the popped corn we have the sweet corn we have the pod corn we have the waxy corn okay so that is um seven um corn um seven varieties of corn are listed out okay so that is seven Dent, uh, the dense corn or the dense maize, the flint corn, the flour corn, the popping corn, the sweet corn, the pod corn, and the waxy corn. Now let's um, give a short description of each of these varieties of corn. Now we have the dense corn, also known as the grain corn. Now it's a type of, it's a type of field corn with a high soft starch content and a dent, a dent like a hole in each of its grain this is a com this this is a very common variety of this this is a common variety of corn most corns that we eat at least here in nigeria is mostly the dent corn now let's look let's go to the flint corn the flint corn also known as the indian corn is a type of corn known for its hard kernel it's known for its hard kernel it has less starch than the dense corn so the dense corn has more starch than the flint corn and the grains of, of the flint corn do not have a dent or a hole like that of the uh like that of the dense corn that we just looked at so let's go to the flower corn the flower corn the flower corn is a variety of corn with a soft starchy endosperm and a thin pericarp a soft starchy endosperm and a thin perica uh, pericarp as the name implies it is used to make corn flour okay it's used to make corn flour okay the flour that we use um for the for baking processes um, I, I mean here the flour that we use for the baking processes then there's a popcorn there's a popcorn we are we must be conversant with the popcorn okay it can also be called the popped corn or the popping corn so this is actually a variety that is different from the uh dense corn that we uh, that we boil or the boy and eat with the uh, boy or roast to eat our uh, 
pear fruit or the coconut now this variety of corn is known as a popcorn now what makes this very unique what makes the popcorn very unique now the popcorn is a variety of corn that expands and puffs up when heated it expands and puffs up when heated okay so um so that is what makes it very unique. So it's a variety of products that we, uh, we are all conversant. It's a snack food well enjoyed by many people around the world. It's a snack food. Some of us eat it when watching movies at cinemas or at home. Or we can just eat it. Um, we just we just eat it as a snack. So the popcorn is a well-known delicacy around the world. So let's go to the sweet corn. We also have the sweet corn, also known as the sugar corn. As the name implies, it's a variety of corn grown for its high sugar content. Then we have the pot corn. The pot corn is a white type of corn. It is not grown commercially, uh, so that could explain why it's not that well known. So, but of course, it's a, it's a variety of corn. Uh, it is actually mostly used as an ornamental crop. People just uh, ornamental. People just uh, use it to decorate their houses or where they stay. So that is for the pot corn. Then we have the waxy corn. The waxy corn is a variety of corn. Um, known for its sticky nature when cooked, is a fruit corn known for its sticky nature when cooked because of a high presence of amylopectin. So the waxy corn has a um, it's very sticky, has, has a sticky texture when cooked, and this is because of the presence of what of a substance is is actually related to the starch. It's called the amylopectin. Okay, so those are the different varieties of corn that we have okay so we need to to be conversant with those now the farmers or the growers need to be conversant with the ideal climate in which corn thrive as well as the ideal soil in which they are cultivated in a temperature of 26 degrees centigrade to 30 degrees centigrade is okay to grow the corn and a rainfall of 75 centimeter to 150 centimeter per annum and a well drained sandy loamy soil of ph level six to seven so that that uh, falls under the alkaline the alkaline like a soil that is alkaline nature with a ph level of six to seven is needed for the cultivation of crop plant so the temperature of 26 degrees centigrade so that is uh, like a, a tropical the temperature of the tropical countries okay 26 degrees centigrade to 30 degrees centigrade is, is the ideal temperature and the rainfall of 75 centimeter to 150 centimeter per annum with a well-drained sandy loamy soil of course the uh, the loamy soil should be uh, should be higher than the sand the loam the, the the loamy content of the soil have to be higher than that of the sand because of loamy soil is a soil that is very very fertile with its presence of humus a large amount of humus so this makes the loamy soil very fertile. So the loamy soil is a very fertile soil and ideal for the cultivation of the corn crop plant. Now let's continue to go into the different activities that are going into the cultivation of crop. These cultural practices can be grouped into the pre-planting operation planting operation and the post-planting operation the pre-planting operation the post-planting operations planting operations and the post-planting 
operations now what do you understand by the pay planting operation these are the all the whole all the whole farming activities that take place before planting occurs these are the what these are the pre-planting pre-meets before so these are the pre-planting operations that take place before the actual planter what are these activities these activities of course include um, land clearing or bush clearing laying out of the farm plowing harrowing um, harrowing rigging if there's any need for that and so on and so forth so this is part of land preparation preparing the land preparing the soil to receive the seed of the what of the corn of the corn plant now uh, then we have the planting operation as it, as the name implies these are all the activities or the whole activities that occur or should be taken into cognizance during planting during the time that you are placing the seed into the hose that has been dug okay now the things to take into consideration you have to consider the seed rate you have to consider the seed spacing uh, the seed spacing, the seed placement, etc. So um, you should ensure that there's enough spacing. Maybe you can plant like two seed, uh, two seed per hole. Okay, you should ensure that there's enough, there's enough uh, spacing between the different seeds to avoid, uh, to to avoid the situation in which um, this the corn plants are now jam packed when growing. So they need to be separated out and enough space given between each of the plants to enjoy. A flow of air and water around the corn plant when they start to mature. Now we have the post-planting operations. The post-planting operations are all the activities that take place after planting. They include the watering application of manure and the uh, weeding. Okay, now let's let's get more specific now, more detailed in each of these operations. Now let's start with the pre-planting operations in the corn cut and cultivation. Land, land operation, uh, land uh, operation and land clearing is basically important uh, pre-planting operation here. This is done by clearing the bush with cutlass, uh, making the, the cutlass, okay, making ridges or heaps manually with the hole, okay. On the other hand, these uh, pre-planting activities of the bush clearing, plow gain, harrowing and ridging can be done with modern farm implements like tractor. The plough, the harrow, the ridges. Please, we are encouraged to make use of farm machineries where we have, if we have the finance. Farm machinery, we are all for the technology. So, farm machinery is very important. It makes works very faster and more effective. So, we can make use of this. Um, we can attach this farm implement to the tractor to do the work to be very fast, especially if someone is, is cultivating at a commercial level. Commercial level means you are cultivating with the aim to produce a large quantity of corn, to harvest a large quantity of corn. We are encouraged to make use of tractors and other farm machineries. Uh, the tractor, of course, is a, is a, is a caterpillar like machine that can be used to clear the land. Smaller equipment like the plow, the harrow, the ridger can be attached to the coupling point on the tractor so that the heavy duty machine called the tractor can pull the coupled implements along the field. Okay, with the plow attached to it, the tractor can plow through the soil to be used for the farming. Plowing involves a continual upturning or tilling of the soil, loosening it 
this is all to loosen the soil to ensure that the soil is loose enough for to make a smooth penetration of the roots of the crop plant when it starts to mature now when the arrow is attached to the trap uh, to the tractor the arrow the um, breaks down the soil lumps that has been formed during plowing. Okay, the soil with the with the harrow implement, the soil is further pulverized to smaller and finer article uh, particles. Then, with the rejab implements attached to the tractor, there is the creation of the raised seabed or ridges in which the corn seeds can be planted. Then we have the planting operation which involves the, um, the insertion of the seed into the holes so the corn is, prop is propagated through the, through the seed, through the use of the seed. That means the seed is what is, is used to start the growing of a new maize plant or the corn plant. The quantity of seeds needed to plant one hectare of land is around 25 kg to 30 kg quantity of seed per hectare, per hectare. Two to three seeds are required. Two to two to three seeds are required per hole. Quantity of seeds used usually depends on spacing or or the plant population wanted by the corn uh, by the corn grower. As per as per uh, spacing, ninety centimeter by thirty centimeter at one seed per hole. Or 75 centimeter by 25 centimeter at two seeds per hole will be ideal. 90 centimeter by 30 centimeter at one seed per hole, or 70, 75 centimeter by 25 centimeter at two seeds per hole will be ideal. So let's take that into cognizance. Planting can be done manually, make use of cutlers or mechanically by automated planters. We have automated planters that we have a machine known as the automated planters that can insert the seeds into the hole at a very fast rate. So we have a fine machinery out there known as the automated planter. So the seed is uh, okay. So a depth of two centimeter to four centimeter depth is okay to plant the seeds. Okay. Now let's take let's so let's get our breeder section here. We take a breeder and relax from this few times that we have spent listening to this educational episode on of on the Biotechnet podcast known as and our topic is the complaint. The complaint. So we'll be looking at the different the farming activities of the complaint. Now let's take a breeder. Let's take a breeder by taking these questions. All the things that have been touched in this episode. Question one: Corn is a member of which family? Question one: Corn is a member of which family? Two: Mention two food products. Mention two food products that can be made from corn. You can mention anyone that is that was not mentioned in this episode. Maybe um. Corn can be used in different countries, so you can mention like two food products that can be made from corn. From maybe from your side of the world. Then three, the third question: mention five different varieties of corn. Mention five different varieties of corn. So how fast do you answer those questions? How fast do you answer those questions? Okay. So please, uh, congratulations to those who answer that questions as quickly as possible. Okay. 
and if uh, for some of us that didn't get the correct answer please let's um, listen back to the uh to what we have to the to what i've said on those questions the answers are right uh are right there okay so thank you for taking your time to to answer those questions now let's get back to let's get back uh, uh to the description of the corn plants and this cultivation process now we are in the post planting operation now so what do you understand about the post post means after p-o-s-t means after so post planting of course all the activities that are that are carried out after the corn seed has been planted so that so you can you don't just plant the seed and then you just go rest expecting that the next three months you come and um, harvest no you have to take care of the um the corn plant that has been planted you have to take care of them. you have to nurture them you have to nurture them so that those are all the things that you do in the post planting activities now, what are these activities in the post planting of stage we have the supplying corn seeds there's something there's a, something known as supply there's an activity known as supply so what do we do in the supply there should be need to re, to replant some cap, some seeds in the process known as supply to replace those seeds that did not germinate not all seeds that we germinate and talking of germination germination is expected uh the germination of seeds when we start seeing germination is supposed to start showing like four to seven days later we should start seeing something like um, something growing out from where we have planted seven days later or so five days later because I'll be as later as eight days but there should be germination occurring I do not mean um, harvesting getting to maturity forever no there should be a germination some form of some uh, form of flora uh, flora coming out from the uh, from where the seeds have planted so but however it's just that it's not all the seeds that we germinate so there's need to supply that part that plant that part that didn't germinate you can put in more seeds to replace them okay so in addition the corn grower should also make effort to remove weak plants from a stand to give rise to the visibly vigorous crop plants so there are some that are not growing as they should why there are some that are growing very fast and it's it's very very obvious okay so there's need to do what to um give them enough space by removing those ones that are not growing as they should just remove them so that there will be enough space for the visibly growing ones now let's go then let's go of course application of fertilizer you can apply fertilizer fertilizer is important as it helps is at it helps in the growth of the plant a corn grower can apply the mpk fertilizer at a composition of 15 in the ratio of 15 to 15 to 15 okay the mpk fertilizer is okay to apply uh you can make use of uh 500 kg per hectare that is uh 450 kg bags per hectare okay okay you can also apply 250 kg five bags or 150 kg of urea per hectare five to six months after planting farmyard manure poultry droppings and organic manure can also be applied on the farm as side dressing or by broadcast method so all this thing is basically to increase the fertility of the soil to ensure that 
the soils um, that is to ensure that the corn plants grow as they should, make use of the nutrients that they are getting from this manure. Okay, then we have the weeding. Clearing of the weed should be done to ensure that only the corn plant should be growing there because when there is weed, weed competes with the corn plant for nutrients. And if it's, if it's a very, very vigorous weed, the weed will be taking all the nutrients that the corn should have, thus depriving it. So they need to remove every weed, every form of weed should be removed around that uh, the corn plant. So weeding can be done with um, cutlass or can be done, it can be done with hands or make use of the hoe or it can be done with chemically, make use of the specified herbicides. Ensuring that the, herbic the herbicide to be used, of course, is does not affect the corn plant. Okay, but I think the best is just to make use of the hoe or the cutlass or make use of your or the cutlass or make use of your hand to just uproot this uh, to just uproot this um, weed. Okay, let's try what was better to reduce the use of chemicals on on during growing of these crop plants. When when there's an option of making use of the physical method, maybe make use of uh, just uprooting. Let's make use of it. Let's try our utmost best to restrict or totally eliminate the use of chemicals when growing crop plants okay okay or, okay or can be done mechanically with the machine okay so that is how to get rid of this weed so we need to ensure that we keep our eyes on our corn, corn plant as they mature okay and uh, while keeping our, our eyes we should also ensure that um um, pests are not found on the corn plant. Pests are not found. And these pests that can attack the corn, the corn include the stem borers, the grasshoppers, the maize weevils. Okay, so the control of these uh, pests includes spraying them with um, proper insecticides, proper insecticide, or simply pick them off from the corn plant okay but when there are so much where there are too much you can make use of the proper insecticide recommended of course by a professional all right and also ensure that um disease the, the crop plants the parts of the corn plants are not disfigured with disease if there is a particular corn plant that is diseased it's very important that you uproot that um corn that particular corn that is diseased you, uh, there should be symptoms there, there, there should be symptoms on the there should be symptoms on the complaint you know that is so operating is very important and this disease that can attack the corn include the corn smooth the maize rust leaf spots maize streak okay these are the disease the leaf spots this corn smooth the maize rust and the maize streak so these are the disease that can attack the uh, that can attack the corn okay well one way that we can prevent this is, is that we should ensure that the seed that we are planting is a resistant variety we should ensure that uh, we should prevent this at the start the, the, we should prevent the attack of this of this disease at first by ensuring that when we are buying the corn seed that the corn seed that we are buying is a resistant variety we should insist on this that the corn seed i want to buy is a resistant variety this means that this is a disease this is a corn is a corn seed that can withstand that cannot be attacked by these diseases in the first place so that is what is known as a resistant varieties okay so prevention that they say is better than cure but when it has happened it has happened 
So um, there's need to whether you uproot and burn the infected plants. It's very important that those if, um, infected plants are uprooted and burnt. Okay. Um, so so we now get to the aversive part. It usually takes the corn plant a maturity period of two to three months for wet maize and three to four months for dry maize. So that is an so it takes like three months for uh for the corn to start to mature three to four months for the corn to start to mature harvesting of the matured plant can be done by hand or by the use of the corn picker okay the corn picker or with the use of the combined harvester so we can make use of the corn picker there's a implement farm implement out there known as a corn picker and then you can also make use of the combined harvester Okay, so it is uh, the complex that is harvested either green or dry. It is mostly harvested green for consumption where the seed dries and turns brown. Okay, so those are how to harvest this corn plant. So, as I mentioned before, the, the harvested corn can be eaten right there, either boiled, it can be eaten boiled or roasted. It can be boiled or roasted and eaten with the pear foods or with the coconut, like how it is eaten right here in Nigeria. Then, if it's a flower, if it's a flower corn variety that has been planted, it can be processed into the corn flour that can be used for baking. Okay, we also have some um, corn that can be processed into livestock feed. Remember, this corn. Um, can be uh, feed to livestock, that is animals, to farm animals, okay? With them, we also have the corn plants, we also have the corn, like here in Nigeria, we have the corn, can be fermented, okay, can be fermented to make the semi-solid breakfast cereal, known as corn pap, or simply as pap. This is a well-known um, breakfast, usually eaten during breakfast here in Nigeria, in which you can make use of the pap, it can be eaten with other beans, a cooked beans or, or another form of beans known as moi moi is known as moi moi so the moi moi can be eaten with the corn pap or some people can simply eat the pap with just bread or or we, we have so many things that can, we can eat the pap with but most uh, mostly the corn pap is eaten with bread and akara bread and the bean cake akara okay do you know of any other food that can be made from corn or from maize Okay, so you can share with us, you can share with us um, maybe any food from your country that can be made from the corn or from the maize plant. You can share it with us. You can also give us how it's prepared. And of course, when we get when I get your message, we will share it on the Biotechnet podcast. So to um, you can make use of the voice message features right here on the Biotechnet podcast, or you can send your your delicacies or your risk your um, how is prepared to our email scientools at gmail.com scientools at gmail.com s-c-i-e-n-t-h-u-s at gmail.com so we look forward to getting your emails now if you don't want to make use of the maize the harvested maize or corn plants at once you can store them either in cribs in storage facilities like the cribs or the rumbles or close to a fireplace or it can be stored in the silos okay so those um, those are the ways that you can store those plants that those 
income plan that cannot be used at this very point in time. Now, this is all the information that I will be sharing with you on the on the corn plant or the maize. Okay, so I want to appreciate us for taking our time to listen to this episode. We appreciate you and we look forward to hearing from you, which we aim to ensure that the Biotechnet podcast is an interactive platform is an interactive channel please we look forward to getting your feedbacks we look for we look forward to uh, hearing from you on the resources you want to offer to the biotech net podcast please send it to our email at sign tools at gmail.com i look forward to hearing from you i remain i remain jude ibemiri Thank you for taking the time to listen in on the Biotech Net podcast. Signing out.